and I'm Sydney, and welcome to Whole Lot of Baka. In this episode, we finish up our discussion on Tokyo Ghoul. Spoiler alert, we will be reviewing all of season three, so if you haven't watched yet, join us again next week when we finish discussing Psyche. All right, now let the Bakanists begin. All right, Nia, here's a start to the to the very anticipated episode of us talking about season three of Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> I'm excited, but I'm not. Because I want to get this shit over it, with. I'm excited. What? I said, I know you hate it, so I'm excited. <sighs> like, I just don't understand. You know what? Before we even get into it, before I, I tell all y'all my strifes. What's in your cup? Or at least what's in your (laughs) bottle, Nia? I am drinking a local Brooklyn IPA. I don't drink beer, so that sounds fancy as hell. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck that is. (laughs) I am drinking soju because what is a better way adding a podcast to soju? Perfect combination. Soju sounds way fancier than IPA. Okay, but like (laughs) the way I act after I drink this is not elegant, classy, none of that. (laughs) Fancy, nothing. So that's why I say yours is fancier because at least you could put me in the same boat as you. Exactly. (laughs) You take a gulp of what you got, you're fine. I take a gulp of what I got and I'm on the floor. (laughs) So... That's why I'm over here sip sipping. <laughs> I already chugged mine. <laughs> I was say I gotta slow down, even though I got like a swallow left. I know we're at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> I'm already <laughs> drinking the whole bottle. <laughs> I'm already done. I had some for dinner. <laughs> All right, guys, here we go. Y'all Season already know. Three how we feel about season three, but we got to go into Tokyo detail, unfortunately. Tokyo Ghoul season three. I like Heiss. Heiss. Heiss? Heissy? Heissy? That's always how I thought it was said. I don't know. I did not like him because he's not Kaneki. <laughs> I Your like reason I like him because later on, he's not the Kaneki that's in season three. So he, he makes that Kaneki look better. And so that's why I like Heist. But I definitely do not like him better than actual Kaneki. Absolutely okay. not. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that I like him better than Kaneki. I can't do that. But I just think that he's very sweet. And obviously, he's not Kaneki. And that's what makes yeah. him fine. If he was actually reminds me of like how Kaneki was before he turned into a ghoul. Right. If he was actual <laughs> Kaneki, like had the same memories and everything, I'd probably be like, what the fuck? <laughs> but since he's literally he's basically not, but at the same time he is, I'm fine with him. One hundred percent am. I could see that. I could see that. My favorite part about him was like the little internal conflicts he would have with Kaneki in his brain. Hmm. Where Kaneki would be trying to like possess him basically 
or re or take I not not possess him. It's his freaking body, but like right. gain control back over his body. And Heist is com- clueless as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> of the like, my thing is, you really woke up, and they said, "Yeah, you got two years of your life missing," but it's okay. No, 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 no. Twenty years. He doesn't know nothing about nothing because he doesn't know where he's from, his family. Think about how much time must be gone if you just wake up as a as a new person at twenty. Oh, right, right. He was <laughs> living as Heist for two years. <clears throat> yeah. And he missed the first. And he knows first nothing. Twenty years of his that. life. And the fact that he didn't raise questions until like a whole two years after, and he's been dealing with this internal conflict, like I just don't understand. This whole when I tell y'all this whole season had me like, what the fuck? I remember, <laughs> I remember, <laughs> I literally watched, and I don't know if you remember this, Nia. I watched like sixteen or eighteen episodes, and then realized I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and I texted you, and I said. What am I watching again? Like Honestly, those aren't my exact words, but basically, I was just very confused because I'm like, I just found out that I just really same don't. way watching the show. I was like, what is going on? Like, is this the same show? It felt like the plot of the show and like the purpose of the show completely changed from the first two seasons. Right. Like, I don't know. Who I had on no what idea team. what was going on. I don't know who's on what team. I don't like. I don't know who's a ghoul, who's not. Like all this stuff. The whole fact of like the one-eyed ghoul bullshit and how like they're like oh he's the one-eyed ghoul but i'm like okay conaki technically heist i guess all of heist's friends are one-eyed ghouls yes all the hybrids all that stuff what i just don't understand this whole one-eyed ghoul shit anymore and i'm like okay i understand who the one-eyed ghoul is kind of but at the same time it's like stop calling him that give him a different name you know (laughs) Like, I just don't understand why y'all keep calling him that. Because, like, just imagine somebody, like, younger. And, you know, they can't, like, grasp what the fuck is going on at a young age. Like, my brother. He's 13. I can't, I can't even imagine being 13-year-old Sydney and watching this and being like, I'm confused. Who's the one I ghoul? I'm 24, goddammit. <laughs> I'm confused. It was a literal shit like, show, Even, honestly. like, Takizawa is the one I ghoul. Amon became an one-eyed ghoul. Like, literally everyone's a ghoul now. And to me, watching season three, I just had no idea what the purpose was anymore. Because in the first two seasons, it was clearly the fight between ghouls and humans. Whereas in this season, I have no idea what the goal was. Like, I don't know what the enemy's goal was. The ghouls that were... Okay, so then it turned out that the ghouls are... Like, the doves are actually ghouls. So it made mm-hmm. the lines even more blurry. It's like, okay, so then what the hell's going on? So whenever <laughs> they in this world. So whenever like, they like introduced new people and then I found out that they were ghouls, at that moment I'm like, okay, so you're a ghoul, but what team are you on? And even if they were to say, I'm on the team of the dubs, I'm on the team of the ghouls, I'd still be confused later on because they'd probably end up helping the dubs, even if they're on team ghoul, and then vice versa. I'm like Stick to a freaking role. The only person that stuck to a role is Juzo. Yep. He did not change, or she, he, she did not change at all. Because last episode, when, when Juzo started crying, it sounded like a girl. So I was like, okay, I'm so confused as to who Juzo is. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I so kind of confused. You say that, and I feel like Juzo is like 18. When has Juzo's balls dropped yet? 
I need Juzo's voice to get deeper, just know. a little bit. Okay. But like, I just like there's things that like season. I just I realized that season one and two were twelve episodes, and season three was twenty four, and mm-hmm. I just feel like they fit like two more seasons in one season because I guess yeah. they got lazy, didn't want to do it. Like I don't know. That's what it I, seems like. I could have done without season three. One hundred percent. Like, and then the fact that like the hybrids can eat food, real food, and then so that was what confused me the most because the biggest thing about seasons one and two was that the ghouls could not eat regular food. Like that was one of the biggest things that they struggled with. Right, eating real food. But then Heise is technically a ghoul. Do we actually see him eat food though, Nia? I was just about to say the same thing. I don't think that we actually see him eating. Uh-huh. It's more that I notice all of his teammates are eating. Like that one teammate of him, Psycho, or Psych, because I don't remember her name, honestly. Mm-hmm. Something like that. She's always eating. Oh, like, the little Oh, the little one. Yeah. Is okay. her name like Psycho or something like that? I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. She's always eating. That real food like she's obsessed with meat she like ham and things like that and i'm like since when were ghouls half ghouls full ghouls whatever when were you able to eat human food i guess that's a part of the whole like hybrid thing though because the fact that like no been... because kaneki could never do that listen but seasons. listen but listen they are they are lab made hybrids though they're lab made ghoul hybrids so you know you know how they like go to to see what frame they're in like they get their frames checked or whatever. So mm-hmm. I think they're they're main man ghouls. They're ma- man made ghouls. So I feel like they took I don't know how, but they took the aspect of a ghoul not being able to eat human food and like took that out and like all of a sudden the hybrids. Because I wouldn't even call Kaneki. I would call him a natural hybrid. I would call him man. But he's hybrid. technically a man made ghoul also. Because the only reason why he's a ghoul is because they put Rize's organs inside of him. But he's not chemically machinery made kind of thing. And that's how I how they made these new, Yeah, we don't know how they made these new That's Yeah, like that's that. just my opinion on how, like, they're made. Like, they're, you know, Connick, yes, he was operated on, but he was operated as a human, though. Yeah, to save his life. To save his life, not to make him into a ghoul. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm, I think that's the line between the rest of them and Connick. You know? So... Science. Science. But that's a good point. I never realized that. I don't think he ever eats. Mm-mm. So is he still eating people? What are they giving him to eat as a dove? He's probably doing, okay, he's probably doing what Togo was doing where she would just eat it and throw it up. Yeah, but he has to get some real sustenance from somewhere. Are they giving him people Coffee. That's not sustenance. I had sustenance enough. I guess he was living off that shit before. But he was still eating people. Remember they were catching dead people off of cliffs. Well, then that's what they were—that's what they were feeding his ass. Then, dead motherfuckers. <laughs> Shit, I don't freaking know. I don't know. Is he still eating ghouls? The ghouls that they capture and kill? Like I'm—I'm I'm oh, generally maybe. And maybe that's yeah. why his cognate is so fucking powerful, and yeah. that backfired on their asses. They were like, "Yeah, just keep eating ghouls. <laughs> You'll be fine." <laughs> It's fine. That's why his shit was beast as fuck on the last episode. But I guess that's technically what they wanted since um, it was the ghoul that was actually in charge of the doves. Yeah, to 
but like the whole okay, the ending of that, like just the whole ending of him, yes, he was part of the doves and that's what he wanted. But like he was mad at Kaneki, so like why the fuck would you go through all of this to like if that is the case, if you were still feeding him ghouls as heis Heise, whatever, you did all that to do this to end up hating him in the end. Makes no fucking sense. Like the whole goddamn season. I was about to say none of it makes sense. The one through it at this point. The one thing that probably blew me off the freaking handle, Nia, is when like we all knew Toga and Kanahi were gonna get together, but it was the fact that they got together, fucked. <laughs> she she that- fa- scene threw me off so much. Yes, she gets pregnant literally that one time. Kaneki is a virgin. <laughs> a virgin. And Toga's ass been wanting him to fuck the shit out of her since season one. The first Clearly, time he loses his virginity. right up to him and ask for it. Right. The way he and they, wait, 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 wait. And they get married. <laughs> All in a freaking episode, Nia. Was literally me. Because I was like, what? <laughs> what did she just say? And then the fact that they actually had a sex scene. I was like, I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> yeah, I felt so uncomfortable, so uncomfortable. I literally feel like I felt like I don't even remember if I was watching it at home or like I was somewhere while I was watching it, but I just felt like I was watching soft porn. I was like, oh my god! I was like, should I close the laptop even though nobody's around? I'm feel very uncomfortable. And they showed all angles of it too. <laughs> they did it not need so- to show us that. What is the show rated? What is the show rated? It's definitely TV. Because I watch it on Hulu and it has a little advisory before every episode. I think it's MA, TV MA for Mature. I don't know. Okay, because like, after that I realized, I was like, I don't even know what the rating for this goddamn show is. It's the same rating as Attack on Titan. Okay. Basically TV rated R. But I'm just like, I like. This is how you know that they, they, they just threw it all left field because they did not need to show us that the fact that they fucked, got pregnant, got married within like 45 minutes of each other. Like I don't think it was the same episode that all this happened, but like if two you put them all together, it was within like 30 minutes. It was two episodes for sure. And like they fucked in the one episode and then were married in the next episode. Yes. And then Kaneki passed out and became the dragon. Yes. All of that went down in two episodes. Rushed. Rushed, Nia. Rushed. The whole goddamn fucking show is rushed. Because we're talking about this, and this is all in the second half of the season. And we didn't even talk about all that happened in the first half of the season. Half of the season, which was which felt like a completely different show. With Heisey and his whole group hunting the ghouls. And um, remember when like they went undercover to dress up like girls um, to catch that one ghoul? The dominatrix, mm-hmm. the nutcracker. Yes. And the like they were always talking about how like Mitsuki, whatever the freak yeah. her name is, looked like a girl and she went on a cover, she got all hurt and whatnot. And she's over here like, Oh, I need to go back. I need to get back to teach her. As on her deathbed. Crawling up like I didn't understand how she was randomly like crazy obsessed with him. I didn't understand that either. Like they, they kind of threw that in to like, 
stir up some trouble because I really think that that whole like that whole development shouldn't have happened or didn't need to happen. Like I could understand if it was the love of a teacher. Like, oh my God, I love my teacher. I would do anything for my teacher. But to put it to that extremes like that. And then you see that the little obsession in the first half of the show. And then I think they stopped showing how obsessed she was over him. And so you just think that it's over. Like you're just not going to see it anymore. And then Oh Lord, like we said, they got they they had sex, got pregnant, got married. That did not go well with Mitsuki. <laughs> and she <laughs> lost it. She went to their wedding, their receptionist, whatever the reception it was called, and trying to kill them, trying to kill them, trying to kill Toka. And I'm like, D-. and then Toka acting helpless. That was the most annoying part. Like she really couldn't fight me. She over here backed oh, up and everything. Misaki can Misaki's over here still with an eye patch on. Misaki has been a ghoul for a, a good minute where she should have been able to like control her eyeball by now. But like Toga, they made Toga into a bitch. Misaki batshit crazy and Kaneki I don't know what the fuck because he had literally four different transitions just in this one season literally he was four different people maybe maybe more than that he was heist then he was old he was old Kaneki when he first turned into a, no 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 old Kaneki when he was being tortured or after he was tortured then he went to like nice Kaneki again but like then he was like the black haired Kaneki with the glasses that looked like a father wearing all black like he just and then the one and then we and then like then he was dragon Kaneki dragon Kaneki his hair changed color like three times but then dragon Kaneki was still like soft sweet Kaneki <laughs> after all that and I'm like what like I just at this point I think it might be like you know how they, they say Winnie the Pooh is like the seven different like disorders like depression and and ADHD yeah. and shit. I think that's what Kaneki was. All season three, he was the different forms of something, <laughs> of psychosis. Yeah. I really don't understand, like, all of his different transitions. And, like, I know that they were all sparked by something. It was just, like, it was just why. Mm. Why was it needed that he had it to transform that many times in one season? Like... He's been through a lot. We get that already. He uh, doesn't have to like go through it. Like, like we've all we all cried. We yeah, all, we all cried. We don't need any more. I just feel like if I were to talk about different things in this season, it would seem like they all happen in different seasons. Like if I were to show somebody, oh yeah, this scene, this scene, this scene, and they're all in, from season three, they'd be like, oh, what season? I'm like, no, this is season three. They'd be confused as hell. They would not understand what the hell is going on. The other thing is, like, they I feel like they brought, like, people in with speaking parts and then, like, got rid of them so quickly. Like, yeah. the girl with the pink hair. I thought she was going to be a badass. They made her into a badass. And she died, like, the next episode. And dies the next episode. I knew her all of 20 minutes. <laughs> and I loved her. She was a little. She was a little weird. She was kind of weird, but not as. But bad I had as high hopes for her. I did. I had such high hopes. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Are y'all gonna convert me to the does?" Because like, I love her. She looks cool, like. And then all of a sudden, she dies so easily, like with nothing. 
like even even uh freaking Shirazu went out at least with a bang when he died. Mm-hmm. Shirazu, I literally cried. Yeah, I felt bad for him because I do really I did really like his character. Yes. He would probably be my first favorite character. And then honestly, even though he was a hothead, what's his face? With piercings on it, the little moles on his face. Mm-hmm. I thought there were piercings until they did a flashback of him as a child. Yeah. And he was still there. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> but like he would have probably been my se- second favorite after Shirazu. He had issues though. He did have issues, but like he got on I, my nerves sometimes. I still liked him better than fucking Mitsuki and the Ooh, the yeah. other the other girl. Like I I didn't really care for the other girl. Ooh, I couldn't either. She was annoying. For, for her, I was very upset because they made her also seem very powerful, but but they didn't show much of like what she could do. They, yeah. They said multiple times you know, that she was a powerful one. She was a big one. Like, like you know, they talked her up and I feel like I didn't see enough of what they were referring to when they were talking about, like, how good she is. Literally that one time when they were fighting the Nutcracker mm-hmm. and, um, you know, she they brought her in to help with the fight. That was really the only time we saw her do anything. And it wasn't much. Yeah, and it wasn't much. It was like a, it was like a little taste of what she's capable of. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's and- what it was extent yes that's that's what i thought that was because that was the first time we ever saw her fight and i was like "Ooh, they say her she's so powerful that's our little taste or you know whatever and then i was like okay later on we're gonna get something better we're gonna get something bigger like she's a tiny one she got a lot of power she's packed up in that tiny ass body that three foot two body eating all the time what i said just eating all the time eating all the time storing up all that damn energy to do nothing and in, in that one scene, there was one scene where, oh, I don't know his name, the one with the piercings that I thought were piercings. Oh, Yuma. Hmm? Yuma. Yuma. I, you know what? Every single time I heard of his name, I think of, oh, my. <laughs> you, okay. Yuma, when he went batshit crazy, even mm-hmm. then she couldn't do anything. Yeah. She eventually did, I think, but still, like, she seemed very, like, hesitant, back offish. And I'm like, no, girl, you know the dealio. If they go batshit crazy, you need to kill him. Even though I do like him somewhat, his ass needs to go. I mean, but Mutsuki did the same thing when he, because he's gone, he's lost control more than once because he has issues, like I said. Mm. It was when they were fighting um, Big Mama? No, that's not her name. Big Mama is Juzo's mom. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. When yeah. They were fighting her, and he lost control during that fight with his friends. And right. Mutsuki was the one who stepped in and, like, brought him, you know, Back. controlled his anger. Yeah, but she did the same thing where she was, like, she didn't kill him. And and, and I think she he actually, like, impaled her mm-hmm. with his cognate. Mm-hmm. And, like... She still just like helped him like nurse back to normal. But like what I what I'm I guess what I'm trying to say is that like they just wasn't capable. Well, what I I guess what I'm trying to say is that like they like I said they talked her up so much that I feel like she would have not been so like helpless at first. Like she, as opposed to like Mitsuki, I can understand Mitsuki not trying to kill him because like Mitsuki is Mitsuki, like you know, very soft. 
whatever, only cares and gives a fuck about heist, whatever. But for other homegirl, I just feel like she's more like crazy in a way of like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? So when she kind of like didn't do anything at first, whether it was to kill him or to, to bring him down to his senses, I was like, you're not doing enough for how powerful they say your ass is. Like you no, could impale him and not kill him. She definitely didn't do enough for how much they have her up. Because we never saw the culmination of what she could do. Mm. The most we ever saw her do was during that nutcracker fight. And then she ends up getting hurt in the last, like, four episodes. And just... Uh, ooh. Speaking of her getting hurt and, like, her having, like, she, she gets the spores or whatever. Shirazu's sister. Mm-hmm. After Shirazu dies, why the fuck do we not get any update on her? They show us the sister and then don't show us after he dies. We don't sh- we don't see nobody else coming to visit her. We don't see like cuz you know Shirazu was um saving up money for her medical bills and stuff like that. We don't see nobody say, "Hey, I'm going to take care of those medical bills. I'm going to come visit her. I'm going to come talk to her." All that stuff. Like I just feel like that goes back to them giving people parts, like even though she was she didn't have speaking parts, they gave them credibility or they gave them a face and then didn't continue with the face and the story they made this whole dramatic storyline about Mm -hmm. having a sister who's basically in a coma that he needs to raise money for and him being the only one that's there to like look out for her Mm -hmm. and dying and then she disappears yeah and then we never hear about it again it was like why introduce why introduce it at all Right. Like, now you just, okay, so I get it. Like, he dies, and now we feel more bad, like, you know, worse for him that he's dead mm-hmm. because of his tragic backstory. But it's, like, you can't just introduce, like, this story of her just laying in the hospital. Because, like, now what? Now no one's paying her bills. Did they kick her out of the hospital? Like, Is she in a dumpster somewhere? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and since I like Shirazu so much, like, when I realized that, I got really mad. So, like, every single time I'd watch an episode, I would hope and pray that, like, I'm going to see something. Because, I mean, the show's already o- all over the fucking place anyway. So might as well bring her ass back, mm-hmm. her comatose self back, and show with us a little something. With the branch out of her face. Right, with the branch growing out of her face. Like, you might as well show us something. Like, don't just exclude her from it. Like, I know she don't got no speaking parts, and I know that she really isn't, like, a huge... They could have, like, you know, because Yuma felt really guilty after, you know... He died. Mm-hmm. He could have. They could have had an episode where he went up there, and he like just gave a check, and then yes. that could have been it. Then we li- literally never needed to see her again. But literally. to introduce her, but to introduce her and then like not finish off the story like that something that dramatic. It was like, okay, like why? I honestly do think that they. I think in the last episode. That they show us maybe her. I think they do because when they found his body or whatever, it was the gravesite, and the person that was standing there praying next to his gravesite was somebody I'd never seen before, or at least that I couldn't recognize. Maybe I did see them earlier on in, you know, one second of the show and then they didn't show him again. But I think they might have showed her because they did say that the the spores and all that stuff cure like helped to cure people that were turning into ghouls or whatever. So I think that cured her, but like 
Why is it that we stopped seeing her halfway through the fucking season and then see her again on the last episode? Nothing in between. If that is her, if that is her, why? Why? At this point, don't show her at all. At this Honestly. point. If you're not going to give me any more after Shirazu has died, don't give me anything. Because at this point, I'm still mad. Even if you do show that she got cured, I'm still mad. <laughs> it's been like 12 episodes since he died. It, it had to be more episodes than that, bro. I'm sure. I feel like he died like literally like the eighth episode. <laughs> I feel like I didn't see him enough for my liking because of how much I loved him. I did like him, yeah. Like, I just, I don't understand. <laughs> I really don't understand. Going back to the whole one-eyed ghoul thing, mm-hmm. the whole, the, the bestseller lady was suspected of being a ghoul, and I think she ends up being the one-eyed ghoul. I think she's literally the owl. Or the owl, not the one-eyed ghoul, the owl. But, like, I didn't even, okay, so I remember seeing her I can't remember if it was season one or season two, but I remember seeing her and she was kind of like kooky, like, you know, messy bun, like very into Kaneki type shit. It was season one. Season one. Okay. But in season three, when they brought her back around, so we didn't see her at all in season two? We did. Okay. So in season three, when they brought her back around, I looked at her and I was like, you look very familiar, but I'm really not like catching who you are. Didn't even realize who she was until like later on in the season. Like no, like because I thought she was just another random ass character that they just brought in. Yeah, I completely forgot that she was the bestseller that was talking to Kaneki from. And she was um, the from the Aguri tree. She was that girl that was wrapped up in all the wraps. Yes. Yeah. Well, of course, like you wouldn't have known that until later on, but it's just like, okay, I feel like they could have done a little bit better with like dealing. With- when I first watched the show, I did not catch that at all Mm-mm. until the very end of season three that she would that it that the owl was supposed to be that same writer girl mm-hmm. and that she was um yeah that she was the owl and that she was her his daughter. I just Yamura's daughter. I. I think I was literally at one point. I think it was. It wasn't until she actually showed up as the owl that it dawned on me. And even after that, even after she showed up as the owl, I didn't even realize that it was still her. Yeah. Even then, I was like, "Oh, she looks like the girl with the green hair <laughs> from earlier in the season." It was literally not until I watched it again the second time that it really clicked. And she's and she's that supposed to be, favorite. and she's supposed to be Antiku's. Yes, Yamura's daughter. Okay. Okay. In my mind, I know that, but also at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to believe that because I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and what's so crazy is at the beginning of the show, Kaneki is always reading books, right? Mm-hmm. The books that he's reading are the books that she writes. Didn't and even then, peep. Huh? Didn't even peep. That's what I'm saying. I didn't peep this until I watched it again. Wait, you, the- saw, you saw it written down or he mentioned that? They mentioned it. And remember uh-huh. when he would go, when he went to Shu and they would talk about the books that they liked, it was her books. And then he, um, he and me went to go get the autograph signed because of the fact that on- Kaneki liked her, liked yeah. her books. Yeah. And that was when she like saw the picture of Kaneki and like she was talking to Hinami about Kaneki 
because she was already like obsessed about Kaneki because he had already run with the Agiri tree by this point. Mm-hmm. So basically what I'm trying to say is I just don't understand what the correlation is between her being the owl and being the author of Kaneki's favorite books. What's the correlation? I don't know. And the fact that like what I thought wasn't the dad also the owl at one point as well? Yes. Yeah, I don't understand the whole switch up. Like what it's not I don't understand the owl at all. What is the owl? <laughs> Like they made it seem like the owl was like the the head of the corporation, but he's really not because he just he comes in and comes out whenever the hell he wants. You don't make no rules. I mean, but there was a time where Kaneki and Ayota were fighting, and the owl, the one that is Echo or Esco was her name, something like that. Mm -hmm. She dives in and like captures them, and then or catches them because they're like fighting Mm -hmm. in the um prison mm. where they keep all those ghouls. I forgot mm-hmm. the name of it right now. It's blanking on me. It's like a really basic name too. But um <laughs> not that basic. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. She swoops in to like catch them and then flies out. Right. As if like she is like the leader over them. Mm-hmm. But I, but you never actually see her with the group giving orders as if she's in charge, even right. when she's dressed up as the girl in the wraps. Like it's like, what is your role here? She's like, know. when she's the girl in the wraps, she's like second. She's she seems like she's second in command. Yeah, she doesn't do much, and that's normally what the second in command do. They like they kind of give insight to the head in command, but they don't actually do shit themselves. And so that's what her role was at that point. And I understood that. I understood what the rap girl was, what her purpose was. But after finding out that she was her, I was like, okay, so you're that the owl and the daughter of Antico's owner. And the owner, author of these books. And the author of these books. But also at the same time, Antico wants ghouls to live how they're living now. Like kind of in the silence with the humans. But then you're supposed to also be the owl at one point who wants to get rid of the fucking CCG. But then you wanted to live with humans. I don't understand that. I don't even understand the purpose of the owl, so I can't even explain anything. Because I don't know what the owl is. I thought that it was supposed to be like the king or something. But Yammer himself never plays that role. Never. It doesn't even seem like he would play the role of a leader of anything. Except Antikus. <laughs> Old man running a coffee shop. That's what his, that is what he's perfectly good at. That's what he looks like he's good at. And that's it. Not being a goddamn owl. I mean, I'm sure, you know, in his young life, he was the owl, whatever. But like. But still, like, in season one, it's understandable that you would introduce somebody and not fully explain who, who they are. But like, it's season three. And by this point, I should know who the owl is and understand who the owl is. And I don't. So at some point, you should have, you know, as the director of this show, you should have told me that by now. You know, if you could tell me, if, if you out there can explain this to us because I feel like we're missing something in this. <laughs> like, I really do. You know I really do. Read the manga. That's what we're missing. I guess so. 
Because I feel like that's I'm, what I hear a lot is that for this show, like you really just have to read the manga in order to get the real gist of what's going on. Because they really just fucked up the show that bad. That's tragic. Honestly, because it really does frustrate me to to sit here and talk about season three like this and talk so much shit on it and be confused because I'm like, am I just saying this because I'm missing a huge chunk of what's going on? Because maybe I like missed something like, I, you know, I skipped over something by accident, you know, or twice, was, though, like, paying attention more than once. What? I said, but twice we watched the show more than once. True. I didn't watch season three more than once. I, I only watched it once. Oh, okay. But since you watched it twice and you're still confused, I guess it's valid that I'm also confused and that, like, I didn't miss something. Because I really do seriously feel bad. Like, I'm like, I, I, did I not pay attention to the season? Is that why I don't understand? No. If you watched it twice, then it's just a bad season. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's just overall a bad freaking season. And then with and the it's obsession, worse that they ended the show with the season. I think, like, to end the show poorly, like that makes the show overall seem bad. Mm-hmm. And it's not a bad show, and yet we have to end our discussion on the show with this terrible season, right? And if just imagine your mother, because she skipped what four seasons of My Hero. Yeah. Just imagine if your mom was like, you know what? I'm going to skip season three because that's when like all the good shit happens. Just imagine if your mother had watched this <laughs> first. She would have never watched season one and two because she would have thought it was just as much of a shit show as this one is. And we would have to scream at her to watch it. And she'd tell us no. <laughs> Even though the first two seasons were way better than the third. A thousand times better than this. Like, and then back to like the whole wedding thing. And, like, Mitsuki obviously, like, trying to come and fuck Toga's ass up and being like, you know, if I can't have them, nobody can type mentality. <laughs> and Toga being a bitch and not doing shit. Like, yes, you're carrying a baby, but, like, at the same time, come on out. Like, you found out yesterday. <laughs> you found out yesterday. The, the, the baby is still a zygote. <laughs> <laughs> the baby isn't even a baby yet. I'm not trying to, like, discredit what her caring nature for her baby, but, like, damn. You could have at least way, kicked she's, her ass. she's way stronger than Mitsuki. Yes, that's what I'm she saying. Could've she could have at least kicked her or something. Like she just stood there like she was helpless. You said she could have at least kicked her. I'm dead. Kick she's her. a rabbit. She's always doing them jumping kicks. That is true. <laughs> and then my, my thing is Mitsuki's end goal, right? Say Mitsuki did end up killing Toga. What? You think, oh, yes. Yes, Mitsuki, let's be together. You've killed my wife. wife. <laughs> you think that he was going to come. First of all, at this point, heist ain't heist no more. Get over it. He's a different person now. Different. I understand that this is new to you, but this ain't new to Kaneki. Kaneki know he going to change 14 different times. So And he knows you and he knows Toga and he still chose Toga over you. Get over it. Exactly. And he talked. He stopped talking to Toga for years. <laughs> and he still. It's talk. funny how, like, when he went back to Toga, he completely dropped all of them at the facility. Yes, and that's <laughs> a, and that's the funny thing. Is, no more. That's the one thing that Heise did not want happening. Yes, he wanted to still be friends and know these people and remember them and 
real Kaneki said, fuck you. You fuck took over my body for two years. Fuck you. He didn't talk to none of them. But like the thing he is like invite them to his wedding. <laughs> nothing. But my thing is like, did Mitsuki not realize that like Kaneki was gonna lose his mind? If I you feel know, like after attacking Togo. Huh? I, I don't think they really knew what was up with Hisei being Kaneki. I don't think they really knew that he was the eye patch because they made that all. Because Hisei didn't even know that he was Kaneki. Right. So the only reason why he knew is because Kaneki was inside his brain talking to him. Mm-hmm. But like as far as reality, they kept that information from him. And he tried to go to the library to even look it up. And it was all like top secret information that they weren't letting him read. So oh. I don't think anybody else knew, or not anybody else, because Motto and them knew, but I don't think any of the other Kinkses knew. Okay, but like you didn't see them going as hard as Mitsuki. Like they wanted, they wanted Kanahi back, yes, but at some point they realized that that wasn't going to happen, and Mitsuki just couldn't. And they didn't even stop Mitsuki. That's the other thing. They didn't even stop her. Or try. They said, oh, go. Yes. Unleash the hounds. How did Mitsuki even find their wedding? Because <laughs> the thing is, one scene, they're having a lovely w- wedding with the veil and the little paint that they got painted all over their body and whatnot. And all of a sudden, next scene, Mitsuki is looking down on them from a cliff. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> how did you find And then I was like, where is this wedding? Where are they? You know, you know the spy kids where they had a tracker tooth? Did he? Have, did, did, yeah. Did Mitsuki play a tracker tooth or some shit? They must Kaneki? have. Because that's the only way, Nia. Because she don't. It's not like way. they're in the same circle. They talk to the same people. What? I said because it's not even like they're in the same circle and have the same friends talk to the same people. There's right. no way she should have known where this wedding was. No. It but looked like I it was underground. Was it she not? It was underground. Yeah, it looked like it was in some crater or something. It was underground because I remember that's when they they said like, "Oh, we need to start going underground." Yeah, they said but that right before. Did get, get, um, she got experimented on by that doctor who was messing with the twins and like experimenting on people. Who was? Remember those twins that? Um, who was? Who was getting experimented? School with Mitsuki got experimented. Okay, Mitsuki. Yes. Yeah, and that's why I feel like that's why she started acting all crazy. Because it was just, it was bound to happen. And even the one who was already crazy. And then, like, then she got, then remember that taxi driver who was obsessed with her? Uh Uh-huh. She got kidnapped by him. And then she got experimented on. So I think she just snapped. She just couldn't take it no more. Which I don't understand why that dude was so obsessed with her in the first place. He was just weird. It was just random. Because he wasn't even after her. No. Or he was. No. He wasn't. He they wasn't were after, after her. Him. She was investigating him. Yeah, they were after him. And then all of a sudden he got obsessed with her, even though she's part of He was a boy at that time. Yeah, she was a yeah, she was a boy at that time and was part of a group trying to f- kill y'all. And then after even even before finding out he that Mitsuki was a girl, he started being obsessed with her. And I'm like, that. I don't know, man. I'm lost for words. I know, like, shockingly like enough. You're in a sick way, too. Like, this is Tokyo Ghoul we're talking about here. Right. But, like, honestly <laughs> enough, if you haven't watched this show, 
I'm sorry, it may seem like we are all over the place, but I'm telling you, this is around the order of everything that's going on. <laughs> it's pretty much all in order. And it just seems like one bumblefuck. And then finding out about like the CCG, the ghouls working together. We talked about Furuta being head of the ghouls and the CCG, basically. <laughs> and being the one who like plotted for Kaneki to be the dragon and explode across the country and, and then make everybody a ghoul make everyone a ghoul i don't know that's what i'm saying i don't even understand what his plot was what was his goal we didn't see I didn't it no what was his purpose in making kaneki that way in the first place like the whole show culminated to this why i don't understand and i didn't, and I didn't hear anything about it before there was exactly. no little hint no little sprinkle no little salt bay sprinkle in like this whole he was introduced in season three and his whole plot and that's the whole show suddenly and then his his little minion that ended up dying yeah. him he ended up it was either the owl or kaneki that ended up killing him i think it was kaneki that ended up killing him or her i don't know i don't know what gender this person was it was it was furta's minion whoever the hell that was he ends up killing him her and then, <laughs> like, I don't understand. And then in the last episode, they have a fight, and it was so anticlimactic, Nia. It was so anticlimactic. It was. <laughs> like, 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 ah, uh, I can't. <laughs> I'm lost at words. The Sporeman that Kaneki made coming out of nowhere. Like everyone's just, turning into a ghoul all, because how, they're breathing in the air. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. How, like you said, how did Furta make Kaneki this way and know he was going to make those spore men? How did you know? Because Kaneki could have just became the dragon and fucked up the whole city. And everybody's dead. Ghouls and humans and all. Everybody just gone. Wiped I mean, out. but that's what he wanted. But then he was very happy when the sporemen, which I didn't think that another person can make sporemen that are twice the size of them, but okay. Millions of them at that. Millions point. of them at that. But like what but once the sporemen were made, I remember they had a broadcasting system that Furta made of the sporemen. Like, oh, he's ta they're taking over. They're making everybody into ghouls. He loved that part. So you wanted all of all of this area to die of humans but then you got happy when the spore man came and everybody was just turning to ghouls like it didn't even seem like he knew what the fuck he wanted he just wanted chaos complete chaos and yeah. you have to understand villains want complete chaos but you still have to have a plan <laughs> and it has to make sense a little bit of sense a little bit of sense it needs me to be like it because normally in villains and in, in shows I can understand why villains are doing what they're doing. Where they're coming from. Where they're coming from. And I can see their plan all throughout the show or the season or whatever it may be. But I could not see where this was going. I could not see. He could have literally written it down and I could have read it and still been like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and slapped the shit out of him. But I'm telling you, that fight was so anticlimactic. When I finished the second to last season, I I called Nia and I said, there ain't no fucking way. There is no fucking way that they are going to end this show on the last episode 
the way that they should. Because the second to last episode, I was like, I don't even understand. I don't understand how you can wrap up this whole show in another episode. And that be it. Be done. And they did it poorly. With the anticlimactic fight. And the whole scene that Nia doesn't even remember. Where I... This half-naked man... (laughs) Comes out of nowhere. And they're like, oh my god. It's so-and-so, so-and-so. Which the name sounded familiar. And I wish I remembered it. But he comes out of nowhere half-naked. With literally just like a a loincloth. Like a tissue. Over his dingling, butt cheeks all out and everything. And I'm like, am I watching an episode of Futurama or something? <laughs> Asian Futurama, Japanese Futurama, because that's what I feel like. And then all of a sudden, the fighting ceased, stopped. That's it. Furta is dead. Because somehow Kaneki had this whole revelation talk with Furta before he died. And then before he dies, yeah. And, and I'm just like, like, this is not how this is supposed to end. Life. His whole life choices. His whole life choices, his whole backstory, whatever he got to say. But I'm just like, this is not how the end fight is supposed to go. Like, y'all are supposed to talk this out while you're fighting. First, is on his deathbed. Kaneki tells him his little two cents. First, tells Kaneki his little two cents. And first, dies. And then fight over. The sporemen aren't coming back. I don't understand. Why are the Sporma not not fighting anymore? Just cause because first Kaneki went up there to like um, disable the dragon or whatever the hell, and he was the only one who could do it because he was immune to his own cells. But that wasn't until after Furuta died. Why all of a sudden the fighting has stopped before he he killed Rise? Mm-hmm. That that whole like that whole timeline doesn't make any sense. Like that whole, I think that part where they're like, oh my God, the fighting has stopped should have been after he killed Rise. Because that shouldn't have, him killing Furuta, he wasn't the power cell of the dragon. He was just some weird ass mastermind that thought he could rule the fucking world by making Kaneki into something. So that just, that whole timeline just doesn't make any sense. I was so confused how Rize was just suddenly alive again. Right, like she was literally a physical body, even though her body was mangled and her liver and organs taken out of her and put into Kaneki. Like you've been, you've like your personality has changed a hundred times. You've lost consciousness so many times. Why didn't she take over then? Right, you have literally been half of her since the third episode of season one, and it took her how many years to finally get out your body and it took her it took him turning to the dragon that shouldn't have done anything that shouldn't have made her come out it just doesn't make any sense yeah there's no explanation either and then top it all off after all that they cut off and i said no the fuck they are not about to cut off this show like this just black and then it goes six years later and i'm like oh (laughs) <laughs> what what y'all got to do in six years? Found out that they they did, somebody didn't spear, experimented on my my boy Shirazu and took his kagune. First of all, if he died, why didn't y'all bury him? Why was he still? Why was his body still out of the ground when he died? Why are y'all experimenting on him like he was somebody y'all killed and captured? No, and not- it was 
they found his body. They found his body had been experimented on. So somebody took his cognate like randomly. But my thing oh. is like, why was his body just still out and about? I just assumed it was the CCG who did that. I mean, it probably. Yeah. I mean, it probably is. But my thing is, is like, he was dead literally like so many episodes ago. Why was he not buried before that? Yeah. That part doesn't make any sense. And then the fact that like when they went, when all of Lil Kaneki's friends went to go see him, I was like, that's weird. I'm like, y'all done gone through all this shit, all this shit together just to not speak for six years. And y'all live in the same city? Live in the same city. Freaking, what's his face? Walked. Hide. Hide. Yes, Hide walked to Kaneki's house. I don't know. It just looked like they were throwing some anniversary party. Maybe, I don't know. It just looked like a birthday party or something. Maybe they do see each other. For a second, when you said, I don't know, it looked like they th were throwing together, throwing something together. I thought she meant the whole season. Like, I dead ass thought that you were saying the whole season I mean, until you said clear. anniversary party. That's clear that that's what they did. Like, I just, I could have done a better job. 100%. Of making this show. And I don't even speak Japanese or... Read the manga. Read the manga. <laughs> That's the main <laughs> thing. I don't even read the goddamn mangas. I could, I could get some people to speak Japanese. I could find some actors for that. But, like, I just, I'm just a loss at words. Lost for words. And then what was also, we didn't even talk about Takizawa's whole transformation into a ghoul. Because suddenly he was also an owl. And they he, called him the owl. Like, Why did he look like that suddenly? Takizawa did not look like that at first. And then all of a sudden, he's got long, like what, white hair, black lipstick, black nails, all black, black eyes. Black eyes. And then I'm like, is this makeup that he's wearing or is this like a ghoul transformation that happened to him? I don't understand. I don't understand either. And they don't even tell us where that came from. No, not his looks. They do tell us that like he got randomly experimented on by that same doctor who was experimenting on everyone else. That he just picked him up because they thought he was dead. And so they experimented on him kind of like on the low, on the DL. That is right. That is right. Same with Amon. They did but, the same thing to him. But then, okay, so yes, he's a dead body. You get experimented on, whatever. You get turned into a ghoul. But to then change your whole demeanor, that's different. That's on some other yeah, shit. Amon didn't change at all. Like, you, right. Like, you could have, like, yes, you can experiment on me and change me into a ghoul. But, like, if I was a part of CCG, if I was a part of the doves and I was fighting ghouls and then all of a sudden you turning me into a ghoul, that doesn't mean that I'm just going to be on the ghoul side. Like if I have, if I've been a human for my whole entire life and I have these ideologies and stuff like that and like I'm just hell bent on killing ghouls, even if you turn me into a ghoul, okay, I'll just be, I'll just work with the fucking doves and be a goddamn ghoul, goddamn it. <laughs> I'll be. I'll go hang out with the hybrids because that's basically what he he was. Yeah, that is what he was. But on it, but then he ends up just changing his old demeanor and just becoming a psychopath. A psychopath, a complete and utter no psychopath. He went from being like, you know, sweet and competitive. Yeah, it wasn't even like he was like an angsty character to begin with. Mm -hmm. 
it was just like completely left field, no explanation as to why. Other than the fact that like he was always jealous of Motto, like really that was enough to make you this way? There, it, <laughs> it was like he was younger and I understand that like, okay, younger people, I could understand like the way that we act towards like older generations, we act like kind of like, like kind of brats and I can understand him taking out his anger on Motto. And, and changing, but not as much as that. No, I don't. I can't understand that at all. So just because she was the valedictorian and you were the salutatorian, you were literally second in command. Is that not what that is? Is that not second yeah. place? Okay. I was gonna say I don't know what word you just said. I know what valedictorian. <laughs> I'll is. know I if I said the correct word. Oh, okay. <laughs> Saluta something. Second in command. Second place. <laughs> but normally like in other animes being second place makes you work harder to be first place not turning right. into crazy <laughs> so i didn't it, did, it took me a while to actually know who takizawa was because they kept yeah. saying his name and i was like takizawa i know that yeah and then i don't know what made me dawn on who it was? I don't know if I looked it. Really did a flashback. Okay, I was about to say. I they think it might have been flashback. a flashback, or I looked it up, or something like that. And they I was did like, do a flashback that showed him like getting experimented on and stuff. Uh, and I was like, oh my god! I'm like, that's fucking Takizawa. That's crazy. He looks so different, and that's when I started not liking him like way more. Because at first I was like, oh, this character is kind of like dope looking, kind of. And then I re- when I realized who it was, I was like, okay, this makes some sense. <laughs> like, like you were cool before. Before I found out who the hell you actually were, before you turned into a ghoul, I can't fuck with you anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, because now it just makes no sense. It's like, how did you become this? And he was like a savage too. Right. Like suddenly had no regard for life. And then ends up saving Motto, but didn't want to. Amon was like, because she got hurt, and Amon was like, take her, save her, da-da-da. He's like, just because you tell, you know, just because you used to not be a ghoul, and I used to not be a ghoul, and you used to be my superior doesn't mean that you still tell me what the fuck to do. And guess what? He still went and went and saved her. After all that whole bratty-ass spiel he just did to Amon, <laughs> he still whisked Mato's ass away, even though he really didn't even enjoy Mato before he became a ghoul. He still didn't give a fuck about her, but still saved her. One of them, like, another worthless part of the season that we forgot to bring up, the character we love to hate, Shu. His whole storyline in this season, I did not understand the necessity of it at all. He's still just as obsessed with Kaneki as he was before. But now he's, like, on his deathbed because he refuses to eat. Oh, yeah. Like, Kaneki wasn't really Kaneki. And then, and like, like, they're, like, going out trying to get him food. Like, and he ends up meeting the up. Right foods. He ends up meeting up with, like, Heisei. And, like, Heisei obviously doesn't know really who she, or doesn't understand who Shu is. And Shu is basically, like, not the notebook. No, that, I was literally thinking the same thing. What is that movie called it where she gets in a car accident? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't. That's he, She loses her memory. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't. I don't watch all. But like, it's stuff. kind of like when in those movies where like the girl loses her memory and the guy like pleading for you to remember me. That's literally what they were. And I was like, shoo, get the fuck over it. Just either you know starve yourself or eat him. Like, but he wanted <laughs> him to remember him. 
before he ate him. And I was like, what? What is this? <laughs> you got what you wanted. He's at the park. Eat him. You, you lured him into a trap and you're not going to take it? And he's just like, oh, do you remember me? And he's like, yeah, no, I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> you keep asking me to come to this empty ass park at five o'clock in the afternoon. What do you want? <laughs> Following him places. Right. And I'm just like, she just, she still didn't play a, a significant role in my mind. He never does. That's why I had to bring it up. And I show, the and they showed him more in this season than any other season. And he's still like the whole. And he was even more useless this season. Like the whole, like his dad, like, was it him? His dad's yes. mansion was getting raided. And then yes. he left and he's like, father, no. And then he's like, I will do anything to protect you. And like some dumb shit like that. And then they like whisk him away in the car. And then he ends, his dad ends up not even dying. Yes, and being alive, that whole dramatic thing. Was it alive about the how whole he time? To take over the empire and all this nonsense and how he has to grow up and be a man. Don't even know what the empire was. <laughs> Don't understand why the empire was even brought up. Why Shu need to be a part of this. What did Maybe the empire do? Exactly. That's what we didn't know. I was going to say, because did what, the empire the, end up what doing he was anything? about to be in charge of to begin with? Other than the fact, like, we know he's rich, but like, you're saying his father's dying and like now it's his responsibility to do what exactly? Why are they saving his life? Like as if he's a prince. Right. Everyone's sacrificing themselves for like him. Like he's the main character of the mo or of the show. Yes. And I'm just like, okay. Cause I, cause I can understand if like he was supposed to be head of the empire and the empire was supposed to somehow help Kaneki in the end. But that didn't even happen. Like, you didn't even see the Empire coming in and swooping up Kaneki's ass and helping him or whatever. It's just, you have to be the head of the Empire now, and that's it. That's all they talk about. It's just so many things. I feel like we've jumped around so many different topics that have nothing to do with each other for this one season. Yeah. And I just... I want. Do you think that they should just try to redo... Yes. That's the third season or do I think you should redo the entire show. Okay. You can just redo the third season. I was gonna say, because I feel like that would be a little bit harder to like yeah. make up loose ends and you have to make sure that like everything that matches in the third season matches in the other seasons that you didn't that, that weren't made at the same time. So yes, I think that they should just try to redo the, the whole show. Yeah, they should just redo it. I like the art style. The art style should remain, you know, pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. They can update it a little bit, you know, for modern times. Right, 2021. Makes sense. Right, but, like, the art style was perfect. I love how that Kaneki looks and, like, all the ghouls and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, they can keep the theme song, like I said before. They just need to fix the storyline. Like, and restart, start over in duty. Honestly, season one was really great it was a masterpiece like, so you were drawn in yeah so you could honestly like keep pretty much everything in that season i could keep everything in season one yeah there's some things they could fix in season two mm -hmm. like season two wasn't that bad but it could be better for sure i because, think like you could see you we could have seen more we didn't follow kaneki enough while he was running around with the agiri tree mm -hmm. he was too much of a background character in season two but for all I know, the manga could be like that. I have no idea, but right. I don't like that. 
I just <laughs> I don't like that he was like a, ba- a background character. I feel like season three should have been so if season one was him turning into a, like becoming a ghoul, that was the whole like origin story of him becoming the ghoul. And then season two was since it wasn't as much following him in Agiri Tree, it seemed like it was just them following the people in Antiku. Right. I think season three should have been showing us what he did in Algiri. Yeah. And then season four could have been him high say. Yeah. But then obviously better than this season three high say. I think that's what they should do. They could have kept him as high say for a longer amount of time and then they could have waited till season five for him to come become Kaneki again. Yes, because I enjoyed Heisei as Heisei. Exactly, but he was only Heisei for like five episodes. It was like, what was the purpose? Like for, like for how easily he just turned right back into Kaneki, it was like, this should have been longer and more drawn out. Kaneki should have struggled a lot more. Since he was so weakened after two years. regain his body. Yeah, he should have struggled a lot more to regain his body. Like we, he was literally Heisei for like six episodes. So it was like, what was the point? There was no need for it in the first place. And it's it's either they made Kaneki still way too strong for somebody who's been dormant for two years, or they made Heisei really freaking weak that he wasn't able to keep Kaneki in there yeah. after starting these complications with Kaneki. He only started, like, I think his convers- his complications only started like a week ago. He lasted about a week fighting against Kaneki. Just imagine how quick of a transition that is, bro. Like literally a week. <laughs> like day one, Monaki makes himself known, starts speaking in his head, and he's like, "Who are you?" <laughs> you know, that's day one. Like day seven, Heisey gives up his whole existence, <laughs> and he's completely fine with it. He almost did it like three times within those six episodes. He like voluntarily gave it up too. He didn't even fight at all. I just. Yeah, I definitely, like I said, I liked Heisei as Heisei, so I think I, I really would wish I had seen a little bit more of him. Yeah. I guess I, it's understandable that, like, okay, the show ain't about Heisei, but if it's you want to, I feel like if you want to bring a real dynamic, you should let him be Heisei for a little bit longer. Right. If you want to make that make sense, he should be Heisei for longer. <laughs> if you want it to be more suspenseful that Kaneki's ass is going to come back, because now I'm like, damn, Heisei, you bitch ass. <laughs> but like, if you had kept him Heisei for five more episodes, I'd have been like, oh, when is it? When is it time? Is it time for Connie to be back? Oh my God, is he coming back? What's going to happen? Like, exactly. That's why it would have been perfect for them to go into it, like, for the next season mm-hmm. rather than to do it all in the same season. Like, it was just too rushed. It was way too rushed. Because we could have spent that whole season of him going through that back and forth argument with Kaneki in his head, like you said. And, and I would love it. Anticipating whether or not Kaneki is going to overcome and I'm, get his body back. I'm trying right now to research, honestly, the ratings of season three just alone. <laughs> but I don't, I'm, I'm not finding like this very solidified. Yeah, it, it's hard to find. Okay, okay, I've seen something. It's not saying anything specifically about season three, but it just says five out of ten. Disappointed, really, but at least I tried. (laughs) It says, like with any follow-up season, series series falls short of the original. Lacking everything good about the first two seasons. These are all just top, like, the, the, the titles. This is not even, like, the actual, like, review. And... (laughs) 
not like I'm not seeing many above a five. Five out of ten. I think a five is being generous. <laughs> to be honest. I I would think that a, a six or seven was being generous. A five, I would say, only makes it a five because of characters, certain characters that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But I think overall it would be a four. Taking was- those characters out that I liked, it would have made a, a three for me. A three, yeah. Without those characters, definitely a three. Mm-hmm. With those characters, a five. With a complete reboot, ten. A complete good reboot, ten. <laughs> yeah, just please. Do we need to write a petition or something? Because yes, I think I need we should. This I did I see somewhere that there might be a soft reboot. I don't know how much of that is true, and I don't know when this was. July what 27, is 20... a soft reboot? I don't, I don't know, know if I want that. What is that? <laughs> I don't know if I want that. What is that? Uh, I don't really know what a soft reboot is and it's not telling me what a soft reboot is specifically here but basically a reboot well, why is it soft i don't know be as intense as it was before because or maybe it's going to be shorter or a startup maybe it's a startup maybe it's a startup to, sh- to see if people actually give a fuck about it and if they don't then they're just not going to do the full reboot i don't know i don't know what soft reboot is I'm just telling you what I just saw. When and are that, they planning on doing that? This was published because they did so bad on season three that they're scared to do a, to do all this work for a whole new season three and it still be shit. So they're going to do a soft reboot, give us a few episodes to be like, all right, guys, do you like it? Feed the meat to the wolves. And if we eat <laughs> our meat and, say, and spit it back out, no, don't do it. But if we eat it and we take it all up, okay, perfect. Let's go with it. I don't know. But this was published this year, July. 2021. So hopefully, maybe in the next year or two, we might be getting whatever the hell a soft reboot is. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm gonna watch it either way. Right. I just don't know what the hell that is. So, since we're real clueless on a soft reboot, if you could please email us and let us know what a soft reboot is and how you feel about season three, because I I really would like to know what people have to say. Genuinely, about this. I'm interested. Let us know. You know where to find this. It'll be are right we the after only this. Ones that hated this. What? I said, are we the only ones that hated this? Right. But I mean, hey, Nia, they can tell us. Because guess what? Right after this, they gonna find out all of our connections. And I'd be real mad if I don't get emails about what y'all felt about this show. Because that means it's gonna make me think that y'all liked it. <laughs> and that we are the only ones that hated it. <laughs> right. Tragedy. And then they don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Right. And then we look stupid. And now we need to put paper bags on our heads. <laughs> well, catch you next week. The rant's over. The rant's over. Surprisingly. Bye. Bye. Well, that's a wrap on this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed our talk on Tokyo Ghoul, and we hope you come back next Wednesday. Next episode, we finish our discussion on Psyche Season 3. Don't forget to connect with us at bakanasu at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Baka. Info in the show notes below, and don't forget to subscribe. Bye!